Welcome back to Movie Issues. It is time. <laughs> Imagine lightning crashing and the uh, super moon the coming super up. Super moon coming out from behind the clouds. Does it have a cape? <laughs> no, it's just metal as fuck. Well, yeah. Halloween. It is October, the only month I care about. So it's true. All other months are just days. Blah. <laughs> they really to are. Just, yeah. uh, I am your ghost host, Leland, for the month of October on the Movie Issues Podcast. Here with the ghost with the most spooky. The ghost co-host with the most. This is a lot of words. Yeah, but they got a nice rhythm to them, and they rhyme. Ghost, like rhyming things. ghost co-host. Right. Ghost co-host with the most. I, 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 I guess by the traditional definition of rhyming, it's in there, but it doesn't sound right. Mm, you don't sound right. It's, it's mm. fair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Halloween is upon us, and it is, as we do here at the Movie Issues Podcast, it is all about Halloween, the, the next Five issues of movie issue podcast episodes, not issues. Yeah, issues episodes. We went shows. We went two whole months without a theme, guys. You should be very proud of us. Yeah, it was weird. <laughs> it, it took everything Leland had to not try and put two movies together and, and kind of slapdash a theme to them. It's not, it's not that I, don't, I, I can do things without a theme. It's just for why organizing purposes in my brain. Themes. The OCD doesn't allow not to have a theme, so it's like when I look at things, I'm like, hmm, things yeah. are amiss here. But like from so, here on out, like every other month is a theme for a little while. Yeah, Thanksgiving, I don't really give a shit about. But yeah. on for October, off for November, on for December, off for January, on for February, off for April or March. That's fair. It's March. So it's uh, uh, you don't know this, but uh, it's it's been a while since you and I have sat down for a while. We've we um, had to pre-record some stuff due to life happening. So we haven't had a moment to hit a few of the bigger news stories of the last month. Uh, just want to just yeah. a couple here and there, kind of. So forgive us if we're uh, dusting the cobwebs off of a couple. Really, old only one of them, but like, but the one the most recent one that kind of. Was like a bug in my craw. It was like um, I, I have been wondering how you feel about this. Only this one bugged me only because no one asked Anna Paquin, except a fan on Twitter said, "Are you going to be rogue again?" And she was like, "No," at Anna Paquin. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> okay, clearly, why would she be? Because she's already been rogue. No, but. The Gambit movie has said from the start, no rogue. They're casting Belladonna. It's a pre-whatever they're doing. Yeah. Uh, the bitch got cut out of the last movie. Why would she be in this movie? So my question is to at whoever dumb fuck asked stupid question. That's a long Twitter handle. <laughs> don't bother, Anna. I'm not working Paquin. <laughs> I'm sure she's doing something. Yeah, being a mom. I'm assuming, at this point, uh, I'm just assuming every time I don't see an actor working, they're doing something on Broadway. It's a lot of truth to that statement. Yeah. yeah. But, in her case, probably being a mom. Because being a mom, it's a full-time job. It is. So I hear. Uh, and she's probably letting Stephen Moyer have... He's got a new show, so let him... Does he? Let, let, let Mary, let him... 
Sure. Let Bill Compton make the money. Let, let us Sookie have a break, you know? Let, let him work for a little while. Yeah. Uh, it, it just, it, I don't know, there was something about it. Like, in, in the news, this is the state of the internet that made me dislike this story more than what it was. It was like, the, it was Anna Paquin confirms. No to Rogue. Hashtag no Rogue. Like, really? Are we hashtagging this? putting that, word, that, that voice on it. I am now. Yeah. But I believe that's how the internet always sounds. The, the honest movie trailer voice? <laughs> movie phone? Yeah, movie phone? Oh, movie phone was when we used to have to call the phone. Now it's a website with weird context. Moviephone.com? I think it's a website now, yeah. Really? Yeah. Huh. Same I just purpose. figured Fandango beat the shit out of Movie Phone and... Let it on the side of the road to die. Possibly. Like <laughs> just, a hobo. Just like, yeah. But I just... I, I, my thought... My thing was just irritation. Because I thought it was irritation and, and hubris. Well, you we, hate... We, you hate non-stories. It is a, it is a big non-story. Yeah. The, you but I have now thus turned into a story because we're talking about it kind for of. five minutes. But um, For some reason, you seem mad at Anna Paquin... Even though she had nothing to do with this, other no, than and respect for it. her for, for you know, and actually answering the question, like no. Yeah. But the, my thing was, is no one's asking you, except Somebody. this one fan. You know, I I would bet money people are asking, like, but it's not just the never, right people. It, it's just never got caught on a slow news day by the by the nerd blogs, I guess. And also, if you really think, if you're Anna Paquin, you got cut out of the last one. You might be a little... Uh, I'd be bitter. Like, I wouldn't be, like, picking up the phone for any more rogue jobs. And frankly, she was a terrible rogue. So let's give it to someone else. Not great. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, I mean we're already recasting Gambit, so, I mean... Oh, is that officialized now? Well, Tatum's attached to it as Gambit. Right. Oh, you meant in general. In the general, re- yeah. I thought you were talking about the rumor of him leaving the project, and we were recasting. Oh, this whole thing yeah, is yeah. a fucking clusterfuck. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, so like, we're we're talking about an actress who won't do a movie that will never happen. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. the likelihood of us seeing Channing Tatum in a solo Gambit movie pretty far fetched. Yeah, we will see a Fast and Furious eight point two before <laughs> we'll see any other hey. Gambit footage. Uh, Vin Diesel confirms. Yeah, three trilogy. more trilogy. Three more to go. Ten total. How many? They're infringing on Friday the Thirteenth's territory and Land Before Times. <laughs> not, not, the, not the Star Leaves. <laughs> Those long necks will fuck you up. I just. How much more story is there to tell of you non criminals who, are we talking who about became now? superhero criminals? Let me, let me catch up to you. Okay, uh, Fast and Furious. Uh, yeah, but you know what? Look at where we were when we when we started. Look at where we are now. As I'm by saying, ten, like, by ten, they have superpowers. They could be racing space cars, and it would not be too weird. You know what? I'm going to say, like they, I, hold it, hold up. They bobsled like, down the waters of Mars, and it's not that weird. I would honestly, I would like to skip part eight and nine, and just <laughs> get to ten where they're in space, where right? like Kurt Russell has to come in and be like. Dom, we have problems. I need you to take your family and go to space. They freeze them all. They all get cryogenically frozen. Oh my god. To be thawed in the future when we're like halfway colonizing Mars. And Kurt Russell can be a cyborg. Like, because yeah. he survived that long. Or he's like an advanced AI system. The- and it's old Kurt Russell doing the body 
for a young Kurt Russell a la Ant-Man Michael Douglas face you situation. You the shit out of that weird Michael Douglas. You haven't seen it yet and it fucking I freaks see, me out. I still have it. That's when true, you that's see true. it, you'll go, oh, I see it. I see what he means. <laughs> they just recast Michael but Douglas I, as Michael Douglas. Like, I'm not a big fan of, um, of old uh, Agent Carter in Cap 2. Uh, we're not talking I don't think about it that. looks great. We're, we're, so you're saying the technology improved from then to... To be honest, Douglas. I didn't know that was CG until someone told me. I just thought it was an old woman. Like, I didn't even realize it was her. I just thought, oh, they got an old woman in the little VO with her her voice. Like, I honestly... Because, you know what? The scene, it ain't all the fucks about her. <laughs> it's about it's Cap real, it's feeling real the emotion of her. It's real sad. It is real sad. But it's still not about her. <laughs> it's about Cap. It's kind, anyway. It's kind of about her. Not all. I'm just saying it's not 100% about her. It's 50%. Okay. So I care 50% less. Or more, depending on what side of the cup you want to be on. I just say, like, I just, I, oh, you know, that's what Anna Paquin joins Fast and the Furious. That's all that she needs. Mm, no, but she comes no, in as like, no, I what? Don't want it. No, no, no. But what, she always does weird accents. So what country can we force her into? Be, like, she's like um, South African now. So she'll have a South African accent. <laughs> Australian. Yeah. Like, Russian. Oh, evil Russian. <laughs> oh, they travel back in time to the 80s and communism is a threat and they have to race to uh, American patriotism. They race down the Berlin Wall. You know, if they had the capability of a time machine, you know, they really should do. Go tell Paul Walker not to get in that fucking Porsche. <laughs> they drift DeLorean <laughs> down the Berlin Wall. <laughs> Tokyo drifted down yeah. the wall. <laughs> Just to, to save Paul Walker. Anyway, uh, yeah, another three movies. You know what, Diesel? Sit down for a moment. I just you know need what? you to sit. I don't, I'm not opposed to it because it, it's going to happen. They made a billion dollars. I did, but for right now, how about you focus on Witch Hunter? Leave Fast and Furious. Witch Hunter's done, man. No, but he's on the... He's on the triple X. No, no, but there's three. Yeah, let's not even open that. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, you're right Go now... Back, like, three, you, need, you need to focus on the um, publicity of Witch Hunter... So leave Fast and Furious alone yeah, for right now. People are gonna ask him dumb questions. Yeah, and then Robert Nero will just get up and leave and hit a bitch on the way out or something. Like, frankly, as he should, because he's Robert fucking Nero, and he shouldn't have to do anything he doesn't want to do. <laughs> he's I, he's he's eleven D and he's old. <laughs> I don't think he should have done the intern, but I don't know. I haven't seen it. Uh, I heard it was very nice I, for I got, a movie of what it is. Yeah. I got I got a buddy on uh, on on Facebook who like just does his own personal reviews. Said it's great. Says it does exactly by formula what it needs to do to incite emotion in you. Yeah, and sometimes it's nice to that formula emotional sure. strand is. But you know. Robert De Niro in a movie about well look how old I am. Nah. <laughs> I've got nothing. I'm just saying. I, I feel he's better than that. Um. This, 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 I don't know how I feel about it. So Daniel Craig is leaving uh, Bond, which is fine, because, you know, all Bonds leave. That's just... Yeah. It just happens. All Batmans leave, all Bonds leave, you accept it. And frankly, as they should, because it takes them so long to make these fucking movies that, you know, by the time they start, they're, you know, 11. And, and then like, they get to 1,500, and they're they, done. They, they refuse to hire a Bond who isn't in his 40s already. And, and again, problem number one with the, with the new guy they're trying yeah. to pass, right? He's 43. Like, you're just... You're already striking out, guys. Granted, he looks great. He does. Now, he does. today, he looks good. So five did, years so when did, his movie comes out. So did out. Daniel Craig. 
when he started, he was like 38. He looked really good. And then what happened... He was fit, but he's always kind of looked a little rugged. Right, I know. City Miles. Yeah. I got you. But suddenly, he turned like 42, and them City Miles all caught up at once. Yeah. It was like he hit the brakes, and all the flesh was like... <laughs> <laughs> he went from Daniel Craig to Tommy Lee Jones in one light stop. And you know what happens? I don't want to watch that movie. They got a paper clip in the back of his head. He's got a little turn, back. just turning, yeah. like cranking it. <laughs> but it's just uh, Damian Lewis, who most people will know from Homeland, and he was the the redheaded guy in Band of Brothers. Yeah, like Sergeant, that's pretty Sergeant much Winter. it. He did a couple Captain shows. Winter. He did he did the two season show. He's done stuff. He's done lots of stuff, sure. and he's a fine actor. That yeah. motherfucker is not James Bond. By any standard. Of now, that. is it because he's he's kind of naturally red hair? No, I don't have an issue with the red hair. No? You can dye hair. Sure, 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 sure. But maybe like sometimes it just doesn't quite fit because he's got a good physique being, for his age. Being a daywalker of half ginger, I'm okay with be more gingers in the world, frankly. But more gingers in high places. His, his red hair, ginger you can lives dye. matter. I just, I just don't think he's good looking as a Bond should be. Like Craig was. Craig has an unusual good look. You know what? Craig comes with the blue eyes, though. There's yeah, a lot like of leeway. Sure. Yeah. A lot of people can forgive what's around the blue eyes. <laughs> it's like, you know. Put those eyes in Freddy Cougar and you get Twilight. <laughs> what that movie? <laughs> Freddy Cougar and Twilight. Where, where Nightmare he's still, on Twilight Street. Where he's still like a terribly burned pedophile. <laughs> yeah. But. The stupid girl still <laughs> falls in love with him because yeah, all she sees is the eyes. Yeah. She doesn't look beyond the eyes. She's eye. hypnotized. Uh, I, I just still in a bad relationship. I think Damien Lewis is a he's an amazing actor, and I think he's fine. You're like you said, he has a great physique. I've seen sure. him in action roles. He can carry his own. He's just not James Bond to me. Well, the just because problem- he's English, age kind of age appropriate, and has time off, yeah. does not mean automatically Bond. Well, the problem is, Idris is too street, apparently, so you gotta go the other way. Also, too old. Idris Elba? 45, man. Yeah, but he don't look 45. He don't look 30. He don't look 30, but he looks a good 35. I have, I am not... 37? Cool. The problem with the Idris Elba James Bond conversation, if you say no, I don't want it, you're automatically, it's yeah, racist. Yeah, no, it's, it, it's it, fucked and up. And in fact, the author who said Idris Elba is too street was not... Yeah, no, I heard all racist. that. Yeah, 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 yeah but yeah. like for anyone who just doesn't know, he actually suggested a whole other black actor. Just for some reason, he can't get past the wire version of Idris Elba. And it's fair. Idris Elba's real accent is very oi oi. Kind of cockney. Yeah, he's very down on the home yeah, of Statham. He can kind of go <laughs> any direction. We've we've seen that. Uh, yeah, because he's yeah, yeah he's gonna play a tiger next year. Like, he can do anything. <laughs> the thing is, like the internet just loves Idris Elba. Like yeah. he's so he's so talented. He's done a lot of the movies we like. Mm-hmm. So instantly, he's in our top five for everything. And he's fun. And I would love. I think he'd be a great James Bond. Maybe ten years ago. I guess because it wasn't written that way, like I just kind of like, well, I've never really thought about it. I think uh, you I, know what it is. If you want a black James Bond, make that movie. Just don't make it a James Bond movie. I don't think there's any problem if you no. do it because I don't think there's anything about Bond other than being British that me he that requires him to be white. You know what I think? For me, as a Bond fan, if you change his ethnicity. 
then in my mind that means the movies that have come before that was all one guy and now James Bond is a true. code name they give to people. That is true. Because that changes yeah. the, the fundamentals liked, behind the system. I've always liked that idea and yeah. until Skyfall came and really kind of put a nail in that coffin. Well, Skyfall is really the only movie that did that though. Everything great, else has led you to believe it's always been the same guy until Daniel Craig. Yeah, but like it's there. We can't No, really no, no, I'm not it. saying that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's there. Sean Connery pretended to be Asian. Like, we can't go back on these things anymore. Um, but, I mean, not like you're not wrong either. If we want to see, uh, you know, a, a black spy, let's do it. Yeah, I don't think... We don't, why, we don't have, and we don't have to go comedy with it. We yeah. can be serious about like, it. Why does it have to be a James Bond? Make up your, an own, your own dude that kicks ass. Like... I, I mean, I remember at the time they wanted um, Halle Berry to carry on her character from the James Bond series into her own Ugh. line of movies. Right. But they were just looking for a strong black female spy movie. Yeah. yeah, you can just do that. You don't need to have it be connected to a piece of shit. You can just make your own. And, and everyone will be fine with that. Yeah. I did Action's like action. That's why people are yeah. paying the money. And I did like Idris Elba's comment about like what people they were at, like what would have been the comments about you, you know, not being the you know the black bond or whatever. He was just like, as far as I know, he only had to be handsome. Yeah. And I was just like, that's why we yeah. love you there, Hemdall. And to <laughs> like, call it Black Bond's kind of offensive. It is. Like, it's like general. we don't have to call him Black Bond. Yeah. You it's just, just saying just James Bond. Bond. It's just like yeah. But I, I I just feel you know who's age appropriate right now? Who would be probably an okay. I was bond? curious who who you might recommend. Superman. Unfortunately, Cattle? he's Superman for the next decade. So sure. he can't be bond only and I'm not saying he can't be bond because he's Superman. That he just don't have time. No, yeah. Anymore. It took them, what was it? They're on like, what, day 453 of filming Batman versus yeah. Superman? He's still filming. <laughs> In the meantime, he made another movie. <laughs> it's like, it's so <laughs> A movie no one saw that was really good. Uh, you know? I, I mean, I'd be fine with a, a no name actor, an actor that I mean, we're not that's really. That's really what they should be doing. Yeah. A like guy a, in his up and, 30s. Up and coming new actor. Who could maybe do four of these and not look 102 by the end of it. Poor Craig. In his defense, though, the writing strike did fuck him there for three years. So mm -hmm. there there was external issues that were not his fault. Sure. No, and none of it's his fault. No, no, not at all. But it is funny, though, that, you know, they're like, oh, his, his last one's coming up. But no one said it's his last one. Like, it's not officially been said. I wonder if, like, he reads these and he's just like, Apparently I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> like he turns to Rachel Weiss in his morning coffee. Like, do you hear I'm done? Apparently they're <laughs> casting again. Nice enough the broccoli's to let me know. Folds, folds up the papers. Like, well then I guess I retire. <laughs> he just, like, throws in the fire. <laughs> he's just like, yeah, then fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> well, you paid for this house, didn't you? Just like, <laughs> fucking cunts. Yeah, it's, throws it's, it off. Him? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he, he looks like he drops that a lot. Uh, uh, and, and speaking of, I guess if you're going to go with the king of British, might as well go with the queen of British. <laughs> Next subject. This one's a Helen weird Mirren? one. Oh, Helen Mirren. She is kind of my queen. <laughs> she is. She's my British queen. Uh, the, um, what was it? They want to do more Mary Poppins movies. Fucking awful. I don't know if I agree with that statement. Okay. There was a string of books. It's not like... No, and it's, it's fine. It's it's There's a series of novels. They can just grab the next one. No, you can, but to me, 
like we talked uh, during the, uh, the the Herbie podcast, or yeah, the Herbie podcast. There's something about that era that feels so comfortable. Even if you go Herbie to Bed Knobs to other things, like like we we said, it feels like the same crew is working on every movie. They all look similar. You're not going to get that look again. No, but it's, and, it's it, why would she she and when you get she you went get, to a new house? They all not look the same. And like. <laughs> Like what? Do you you get an actress who does a good impersonation, and she's just in there uh, redoing um, what's her name? Julie Andrews. Julie Andrews again? I don't know. I kind of came up with my own thought process that Mary Poppins, who they want is Emily Blunt. That's mm-hmm. the big name they're pushing for. Emily Blunt. Person, I think Agent Carter would be much better, but you know whatever. Good choice. Um, I can be down for that. You know, I think I have her. One. Come back to England or wherever the fuck. I don't know what her Time Lord jurisdiction yeah. was, like uh, with, with her witch broom. Did well, it like, stop in England or did it go to maybe sus- uh, ethics? You know, like, did, I don't know where it stopped. She's a Southie. <laughs> it's like, can she go to Ireland or no, no, no? <laughs> you know, like, don't mix. So wherever she decides to go in her off time on that floating cloud, yeah. like she comes back. You know, either Emily Blunt or fucking Agent Carter, what's it, uh, Haley Atwell, or, yeah. you know, some other mid to range 30s English Early accent 30s. who we know can sing, because mm-hmm. uh, you know they're going to make it a musical. There's no, yeah, can't fight that. But let's say she comes to help out a family or whatever she has to do. You know who the grandmother is in that family? Julie Andrews. It's kind of on the nose. Is it? Or is it just a nice way of homaging it? Uh, I don't know. Or. Or maybe Julie Andrews is like the Time Lord official Mary Poppins, and she has the Magic Nanny Queen. She has lots of Mary Poppins. <laughs> like there's a there's a whole army that we were unaware of. Like they go to her. This movie's world. taking a twist. <laughs> okay, who do you think? Uh, you know who I in my mind have already cast as the new British Dick Van Dyke because you know they got to have a bird. A Bert-esque character, I suppose. Uh, I mean, it implied that they knew each other well. Yeah. Like, she had returned off and on, and he knew her from a past yeah, adventure. Yeah, So maybe, like, Bert's son or something, you know, like, who has heard stories of yeah. the Loki. It would probably go to, to Hiddleston or Cumberbatch. One of I'd those, rather those have two. a good-looking person do it. Ooh, suck it. He looks like a ferret. I'm sorry, a good looking oh. ferret, but he's still a ferret. Cumberburn. <laughs> but what if what if they what if they wanted to update it? What if they wanted to put it in a modern time? Well, yeah, so that's fine. You think that works? No, but I, I don't think they would because the books that the series of books wasn't modernized. You can so adapt they, anything though, huh? You can adapt anything. Yeah, but I think most people would not accept her not in her period clothing. Like you know what I mean? I don't know. Like Mary Poppins comes down on her. I just don't want to have a conversation about Mary Poppins and Wi-Fi. Like, you know what I mean? Like She has Wi-Fi everywhere. She yeah, goes. she's just like, oh, we've updated the digital. <laughs> You're like, how? What spell did you use? Turn turn the Wi-Fi signal upside down. It's an umbrella. Like, I just don't... She's a witch, right? My dad said the other day, because I, t- I told him about this, yeah. and he looked at me and goes, why would they do that? I said, I don't know. I said, she's a witch, right? And he goes, witch is... Not a good word. Like sorceress. Wit, he said sorceress, and I was like, "That's just another There's word for like three witch." Words for magical yes. women, yes. and like two for men. <laughs> I was like, 
he was just like, well, a sorceress sounds better. And in my mind, I'm thinking, but... Because you're thinking of, like, sorceress from, like, a million other things. I, yeah, but my thought process is like, but you didn't call Hermione a sorceress. She was a witch, and you were totally okay with that. I they still call them wizards. Like, I thought wizard was a gender, non-gender uh, title. No. Hogwarts, school for witchcraft, wizards, and wizard, wizard, wizardry and witchcraft. Huh. Wizards, witches. Yeah, but they, like that shit don't come up in the movie much, I and mean, we know I haven't read the book. Comes up in the in, in it, there are lines of dialogue <laughs> where they call it like witchcraft and wizardry. I don't know if they specifically Whichever said that, but in. I know that they they called them witches. Because right. Gary Oldman at one point goes, "You really are the most cleverest witch of your time," <laughs> and she smiles like, "Oh, Gary Oldman just says it," and then he flew off on Buckbeak. <laughs> <laughs> Gary Oldman knew Mr. Banks. Oh, of course. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Mini driver, the wife. <laughs> She's in that age demographic at this point. <laughs> out there fighting for women's suffrage. Yes. Or well, it's, it's in the 40s now, so she's fighting for World War II stuff. <laughs> Ooh, Mary Poppins fights World War II. It's a combination. Uh, it's <laughs> Instead of Angela Lansbury fighting off Nazis, it's not Mary Poppins. <laughs> Ooh, that's it. This movie's taking a twist. <laughs> um... <laughs> what's, what was her name? Uh, Jessica Fletcher. What was her fucking name in the Angela movie? Lansbury? No, no, in the movie. Uh, oh, fuck if I know it. It's Eglantine. I was a single digit when I saw that oh, last. Oh, man, I just watched it like a couple days ago. Of course you did. It's Halloween, man. I gotta watch all the witches. Damn it, I'll think of it later. Anyway, let's move on to the next movie. Wait, what I was gonna say, they combine forces. They team up. They team up. You get the CGI Angela Lansbury. And then Mary Poppins. <laughs> like, well, I'm just making all the cartoons. Both still alive. <laughs> Good for that's what the, you know. What, that's the movie I want. Old Julie Andrews and old Angela Lansbury doing one last ride, <laughs> like <laughs> like Picard and fucking uh, Gandalf and and the, the uncut version of Rogue. The, it's the, it's the, like the um, <laughs> the Days of Future Past movie. Uh, uh, Danny Trejo and uh, Danny Glover being yes. the badass movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bad bitches. <laughs> And they're fighting. But they're magic. Right. And they're fighting. Bad witches. But you know who they're fighting? Helen Mirren. <laughs> or Judy Dench. You know, uh, let's just take it all the way there since we're going there. They're fighting Ian McKellen, who is a nasty queen. <laughs> Helen Mirren and Judy Dench are uh, Ian McKellen's, like, second-tier bosses. <laughs> It's really above me. I can't think of that bitch's name right now. <laughs> Angela Lansbury's character's character. name. Yeah, yeah, it's all right. Someone's yelling. Someone's yelling at it right now. The sad part is, is I'm remembering her first name, which is not how that's supposed to be. Because she's only called that a couple times in the movie. You're supposed to remember her last name. What's her first name? Eglantine. I only remember that because she gets a whole song. I watched the uncut version with all the shit added in that Disney cut out. Movie. Peaks at like two hours and thirty minutes. You know what? Sometimes like her and Don Knotts are like fucking and shit. It's not Don Knotts. It's, it's fucking it's David Thomason. Don Knotts is in all those movies in my brain, but he's never not in it. I know, <laughs> but it's weird, huh? Anyway, it's weird. So today's movie because we like to start family friendly at the beginning of the month for uh, <laughs> right after I just said Angel yeah. Lansbury and Don Knotts are fucking. <laughs> so, we watched 1995's Casper. The um, Casper, you know, the friendly ghost. Mm, the friendliest which, ghost you know. Which was so friendly, people were scared. I Honestly, I was not... Ghost, come on. He said, hi, how are you? It's yeah, not like he's friendly. Everyone else is still racist against ghosts. 
<laughs> we haven't had the sixth sense yet. We hadn't had like the others or uh, uh, paranormal activity. Okay, that's paranormal activity starring Casper. That's a that's a whole new movie. I'd watch the fuck out of that. Well, yeah, I'm just saying. <laughs> or uh, Insidious, where Casper is like whatever thing Insidious is. I've never seen Insidious. I saw the first one, and then like. From the trailers of the second one, like shit seemed to change real drastically. Uh, I was told that I would probably enjoy parts one and two a lot. Yeah. Okay, I'll just take that statement. Is uh, they got a haunted house at uh, I think Universal this year? Uh, yeah, it scared the shit out of me a couple years ago. Oh, but I didn't know what was going on because I hadn't seen the movie. Mm. So I kept asking in the next. You know, we're standing in line for the next one. I'm just like, so who was the old one? What did I do? <laughs> like what was it? I must not have been there. I don't remember that. No one, one of the ones you went to. Oh, um, but. So Casper the Friendly Ghost, 1995, you know, uh, basic plot out the door if you've not seen this movie. Christina Ricci and Bill Pullman, father and daughter. Um, Bill Pullman's a ghost therapist. Psychotherapist to the to the, uh, the other world. To the, the other undead. side. Um, and he is kind of dragging Christina Ricci around. Uh, Being a terrible father. Yeah, you know. Um, but on, on, the, on the B side of the, the movie is you... This, where Casper's living has, who owned it was this guy, like the ownership of this house is kind of real sketchy. It's really glossed Especially over. at the end of the movie when everyone's dead and you're like, so who owns the yeah, house who, now? Who inherits the house now? Like, yeah. does Casper inherit a house? Because technically it is his? Well, Bo, well Bill But Bo he's a been. ghost, so does he not get? No, you like, don't have rights to You don't have rights as a ghost. Like I said. Racist against ghosts. Uh, they only count as a third of a human being. Um, so while Bill Pullman's being an awful father, um, <laughs> Catherine Moriarty's inheriting a house from who might as well just be a no-name, uh, you know, yeah. character who we never see. Uh, she's all pissed off that uh, it's not worth nothing. But Eric Idle's there, and that's kind of fun. It's nice to see a python show up once in a while, even though he's poorly used at every scene. Kind of, yeah. He's he's fumbling uh, English guy. The, the villains in this only pop up at the front and the end. Like, they're not in the middle. There's a whole hour where they're the just dying. The are kind of villains. Yeah. No, but I'm just saying, like... Oh, those two? The movie starts off with this A-plot of that she wants to get the treasure that's buried somewhere yeah. in Whipstaff Manor. Therefore, Casper and the... Well, not Casper. The uncles that live with Caster... Caster. Casper won't let them in there. So she hires Bill Pullman to come to exercise them to get out so she can get the treasure. Yeah. That's kind of the plot. And but that's it for her, you know, yeah. they're just they're done. Bookend. Front and back. Like in the that's they're it. gone and then there's an hour of the movie where it's Bill where Pullman. Ghost falls in love with Christina Ricci. And where so does the nation. Honestly, from where we look at it, it's like a day and a half time frame wise. Oh, time is really fucked up here. But um, only and you only know that it's only been like a day because they're wearing the same clothes and it's from scene to scene and it gets from light to dark. We see them have breakfast we have, and we see and, dinner and evening. You know, shots, so you have yeah. to assume okay, so that's two days, and then just a lot happens yeah. in, a, in a two day period. Like I'm kind of wishing I, I could remember um, Christina Ricci's first day of school. She's got to go in front of the class and be introduced. They talk about the Halloween party, and I want to. That was I like wish, a day away from clothes-wise timeline. 
Yeah, like I, yeah. I wanna I wanna remember if they even said like Halloween party in two days, we need a new venue. No, they never said anything like that. Okay. Yeah. He just said because of the asbestos cleanup, yeah. the Halloween party may be cancelled for two months. No, that means you, there is no yeah. Halloween party. That means you're having a Christmas party. Now. <laughs> yeah, it's just like whatever spooky thing you were gonna do for Halloween, now you just put a tree in the middle of it, now you're doing spooky Christmas. Like <laughs> That's every Christmas party. Yeah, yeah, just like yeah, a nightmare before Christmas Christmas. Like yeah. But the you, you got the whole thing going on with the, Bill Pullman trying to talk to the, the uncles. The movie pairs off but it's Pullman like, and the uncles and Christina Ricci and So Casper. do you think the A plot in the beginning of Catherine Moriarty and Eric Idle takes a backseat to suddenly become the C plot? It's only and the A the, plot because it came first. I guess. It's, and not, without them, it's not the main plot. Right, but without that that A plot, though, doesn't get our cast of characters together. True, true. true. So the A plot suddenly becomes the C a plot. plot. Point. Yeah, I guess it is, really. Yeah. It's, it I know I'm harking on it, but it just it weirds me out that they're technically the villain of the movie because she is the most villainous character. Sure. But as as one critic cited, a poor woman's Corella DeVille. Yeah. Yeah. I never really thought about it at that far because I always kind of enjoyed Catherine Moriarty as an actress yeah. in her over-the-top craziness that she plays. But she is channeling some, some Corella. Yeah, she's though. a Disney villain come to life. Yeah. In, you know, in a world... That's really kind of funky. Almost a cartoon? Yeah. Like, our problem with the movie is that the there's a lot of death in this movie, but Let's, it's, the death is kind of funky, though, because it's a it's kid's never taken movie. Seriously. It's never there's taken no seriously. Yeah. consequence to it. Because was it, you got the whole scene in the beginning where they're trying to have the exercising of the ghost. Before Pullman and Christina reach So they up. call in, like, fucking, I guess, SNL cast <laughs> member Father Guido, who, like, he, you hear a crack. Mm-hmm. Like and the dude comes out with his head turned around the back. I'm like, you're dead. So you're yeah. now a ghost, they, right? Like by the rules that you've established, in this you're a dead man. Family friendly movie. <laughs> the first five minutes, a priest has been murdered. Yeah, by ghosts. The same ghosts who will later take Bill Pullman out drinking, and we're going to kill him. Yeah, they opted not to because you know fate found a way to they kill got him sentimental anyway. About him, but not only were they going to kill him. They were going to shank him, shotgun him, and spear him. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, those are three of the not nice ways. Those are those are prison people. Not- <laughs> those are how you die in prison. Sh- shiv him with a toothbrush? <laughs> it's just so, so weird. Yeah. It's one thing. Like- and, like, and then your girlfriend brought up in the movie when Bill Pullman's dead and he comes back to life. Like, so where's his body? Like, there are now two... Yeah. Bill Pullman bodies. The yeah. alive one now that has this the magical ether of life going yeah. through him. And the dead body is going to be found after the weekend in the, in, in the pit. Yeah. Like, do they like, come to him like, we found your father. Oh, he's here. Like in the... Okay, what the hell? No, like in, in the main story, Christina Ricci and Casper kind of dig up his old history and we, which we've already kind of seen in aspects of the house, Casper's uh, dad was an inventor. A lot of Rube Goldberg uh, type of machinery, crazy shit going on to make eggs. What you looking at me for? Who else Rube Goldberg? Rube Goldberg was this guy who made really elaborate machines to do simple tasks. Oh, okay. So like the get up and at them. No, no, machine? I got, I got, okay, I just, 
I, look, when I hear the word Goldberg, I think of the wrestler first. And fair and, and fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> I we still have not done Santa Slay. And I did not know his first name. I Isn't think it like that's... Evan? Oh, Goldberg's first name? Yeah. Oh. Evan Goldberg? <laughs> no, but I, in my mind, I thought maybe you knew his first name, and he has this side <laughs> life of being a massive adventure that oh. I was unaware of. That's I was. I want to see the movie Rube Goldberg biopic starring Goldberg. But sometimes it was just like it was like, is this what he did when he wasn't no longer a wrestler? Like he had like elaborate. He got he got injured too badly to keep wrestling, <laughs> so he became an inventor. So he became an inventor <laughs> of brass and electrical and steel, steampunk no. inventor because that's modern technology. Uh, no, this guy's fairly old, which okay, is why like cool. every time you see. One of these contraptions in a movie, it's oh, oh, all going back to Rube Goldberg. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. I just, I wasn't sure yeah. where you were going with that. Anyway, uh, so we find about three quarters of the movie that he invented a Lazarus machine. Yeah. But for some reason, uh, I, I think we're supposed to insinuate through some articles that we go through. He was declared insane before he could use it. Yeah, I think he died before he had the chance yeah. to use it. And Casper. Who clearly can grab all sorts of stuff? Yeah. Never once figured out. Couldn't remember he, who he was. Yeah, but so he, he never went down but, there. But obviously, he knew who he was when he was playing with his dad because they applied that they would go down there and play pirates. I assume that's when he was alive. I uh, see, and I didn't because okay. why would he need to have that machine down there? I would ask you why would he make the machine if Casper's not even haunting him. And if Casper was haunting him, why would he then thusly forget later on when once Christine shows up? I like there's a lot of inconsistencies with the memory and unfinished business in this movie as we said. <laughs> unfinished business, <laughs> and, memory, and uh, being corporeal. Now, granted, not important to the plot whatsoever. No. But as an adult, these are things you start to notice. Where a kid, you're just like, "Oh, look, he's funny." But in here, yeah. as an adult, I'm like, "Whoa, whoa, ah, whoa!" Fart jokes. Yeah. How can Christina Ricci's hand? Always go through it, but yet Casper at one point can pick her up like yeah. Superman and take her, which, by the way, an unsafe distance to a lighthouse. Yeah, it's a long way. That's I always thought way. they were on top of the roof of the house. Oh, no. Oh, no. There is but no reason to take her that far. But it's one thing to be like, oh, well, her hand goes through it because he's not focusing his ghostly energies. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, but then why would these ghosts fall and hit things? Why would they take pratfalls if they could just phase through things. Kitty's not accidentally walking through doors in the X-Mansion. <laughs> she got her shit together. It is. Casper's been a ghost for like a fucking hundred years. Yeah. And can't get it together. But, but yeah, it like, and I, I, I couldn't wrap my head around like the three uncles have beds and they wake up in the morning because they're like, oh, I slept great. Where's my breakfast? Yeah. Okay, two things ghosts do not do. Sleep and eat. And you both are doing them. So I'm now confused by this whole situation. I'll cite Slimer uh, on the eating. Yeah, but it did the same thing as the It just went through him. Yeah, but Slimer ate. Yeah, but he was the only one, though. It's yeah. not like we ever saw any Slimer other... Slimer didn't digest. No, but either did these guys. No. Same same gag. Same exact gag. It just, I just never once understood oh, you know, that. Like, I just... There is straight-up Ray from Ghostbusters in this movie. Yeah, and I, from what I believe I've read, that was his outfit he took from set. Yeah, I'm sure. It's a stance on it. Yeah. I mean, it's... Like, Ray Ray runs out of the house, and he's like, you gotta call somebody else. It's funny. It's, it's funny. it's fine. It's fine. It's, and it's really it's cute. Great. It's great for the time. Yeah. Like, in, in 95, when this comes out, that's It's perfect. been 10 years. No one's thought about Ghostbusters. Yeah. Well, five since part and, two, and, so... Like. And there's no... Re- there's not really any internet yet, nah. so you can't have, like... 
all of that keeping and shit then alive. There's, there's the cameos when the five or the five ghosts, the three ghosts enter Bill Pullman's body. Kind of possess him? Kind of possessive a little bit. But we don't ever see them go out of his body. But yeah. the cameos of Mel Gibson. Um, Clint Eastwood. Uh, Roger Dangerfield yeah. and the Crypt Keeper. Yeah. Uh, Steven Spielberg filmed one, but it was cut for time. Um, which he was very thankful for because he said it was very uncomfortable. <laughs> he said, I think it was It'd cut be for really time because he though. asked for it to be cut Cause, out. Because think about it. Clint Eastwood, Mel Gibson, Rodney Dangerfield, Crypt Keeper, all people relevant in 95 by face. Yeah. If you saw just a dude in like an E.T. hat and a beard, you'd be like, who the fuck is this guy? I disagree. I think everyone knew who Steve Spielberg was. You think? Yeah, because he just did Jurassic Park and Schindler's List. Yeah, they know his name. No, he's one of those directors everybody kind of knows what he looks like. I don't know. I disagree. But that's nor here nor there. He's cameoing in Tiny Toons Adventures. Yeah, but he was always in those episodes, though, like Cartoon Nupt and stuff. Maybe. I don't know. I'm just saying. Does he go before or after Crypt Keeper? Um, clearly before. Okay. I mean, you, you want to end with a high note of the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> <laughs> Another monumental performance by a puppet. Uh, Speaking of puppets, this movie, I will have to admit, though, as, as tacky and as childlike as it is, I do enjoy this movie, and I usually watch it every couple years for mm-hmm. Halloween. Not a yearly watch, but every, you know, you pick it up here and now and then. 25 years later... It's still a good movie. It's like, holding up pretty well. I mean, the plot's a little wonky. And, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We already squashed But, it. like... I think the special effects are fucking dead on. And it is the first movie that used a full CGI character yeah. as a lead. Yeah. You know, and not just one. You got four. Yeah. I mean, I think those those uncles are pretty fucking funny. It looks, they look good. There's one weird inconsistency I, keep, I kept noticing mm. that is real minor and, and nitpicky. But you can see through one of them. They're never kind of fully... Um, I don't know, I kind of like that. You, kinda... no, no, no. you can look through them, but if two of them overlap... You can't see the outline of the one behind it. Uh, I think that's it's always probably, whoever's on top. Yeah, that's probably more of a technology situation. It is. It yeah. is. But I, I did notice it a couple of times, and I'm like, oh, that's a thing. Yeah, it's never, not like it pulled you out of the yeah, movie. Never, yeah. never, well, I mean, my brain starts working. But. Yeah, but it's not like you flip the table. You're like, there's like, no, no truth. Is, there's no truth to this art. I can't this watch this bold. again. Like this. <laughs> I, I, I don't believe. I think the fat one's more funny. The funniest. Brad really? Garrett is the funny one. Yeah. Uh, Just like he's because he's fat. I don't find any of them funny, honestly. Really? I kind of yeah. wanted to hang out with the uncles. Really? It, well, once they become cool. They never become cool. I disagree. They become cool with the family at the end of the movie because they went and got Over Amelia. Over the credits? No, remember they went and hooked up Bill Pullman with his dead wife for a little bit. And they kind of kind of get a little niceness there. In, in dialogue, that, that does technically happen. I don't know. I'd like to think that they all lived happily ever after together in that house. Um, with I'm no sure. deed, because yeah. no one knows who... <laughs> because the last uh, uh, living kin of whomever uh, just died. Yeah. So, it's going to go up for auction. The sale is going to uh, pay off whatever debts the family has. They'll probably just bulldoze it. And then? And then... Uh, <laughs> I just said, what happens uh, then? Casper haunts a cliff. Oh, or a Starbucks, whatever they build on top of it. The cliff that he died on. The cliff he died on. <laughs> well, you know what? You want to talk For, about that sad yeah, let's scene? Talk about, let's talk that, about the one scene of oh shit! This is this is about the truth behind this it's story. The realist, the, the is, show, the this is about a dead little boy. Yeah, like the, no one, everyone forgets that Casper's like it's a twelve year old kid that died. Yeah. Like, <laughs> 
Um, there's one scene that's, that's always stuck out in my mind when I think about this movie, and it still plays really well. It's right when Casper's, his memories are kind of coming back to him. And what I really like, he's sitting on a sleigh, and the, the, and the camera kind of pans over to him. He's not looking at Christina Ricci. He's just staring off. He's just kind of talking to himself, reliving the moment. Well, yeah, he, the, found, the, he found the tool yeah, that killed him. The, the so events like. <laughs> that led to his death. Yeah, and uh, I, I do you do you have a, whoever did the voice of um, Casper? I do. Malici Pearson. I think it's Malachi. 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 <laughs> Malici. Malachi. Well, I'm going to enjoy that for a while. Right. Malici. <laughs> so Malachi Pearson, uh, like it's it's a really good scene. I feel everything about it. Is really touching, and yeah, like it's the it's the one kind of realist moment of the movie where a child talks about how he died, and then he she got, follows like, it up. What's death like? Oh, yeah, hard hitting question. More darkness. You, and he's just like it's terrible. <laughs> so it's like being born, but in reverse, which is like <laughs> really weird. Really I, opens no, me up for a lot of terrible jokes. It is a terrible joke, but you but I understand what he means by that. It's like you're being sucked out. In my impression. Instead of being pushed out, you're, you're being, being sucked, sucked back. Yeah. But, yes, we all, as adults, we know where that sucking is coming from, from childbirth. So yeah. we think, ew. Yeah. But Christina Ricci doesn't think of that. She th- what is death like? I don't know. Don't ask questions like that Wednesday. It's, I mean, granted, it's <laughs> you, a No, I, I take that back. Wednesday wouldn't ask that question. She already knows. She knows, yeah. <laughs> uh, like, like, that, that whole family of fucking Time Lords living question, together in, that, in the TARDIS house. It's a question you'd want to know, though. Yeah. Like, but it's just kind of, it's just one of those, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say it as if there's actual social taboo to it. But, like, it seems, like, <laughs> impolite to ask how you died. Well, or it what is, it's like to be dead. It's like asking, you know, someone who's blind, like, what's it like to be blind? <laughs> How'd you become blind? Yeah. Like you never want to ask those questions. It feels socially awkward. It is, but it's also in the sense of, like, it's a child wonderment. But at this stage of their relationship, there really are no boundaries at this point. Because clearly, after his statement of, can I keep you? Yeah. White slavery is on the agenda. <laughs> it's like, it's like, the unknown fact is, you know why the uncles keep that house? They have a whole white slavery ring that they've got a whole share of. Like, what if they're like protecting the like the, the the this plane of existence from like a hell mouth? The white the the, oh, the white slavery ring. Yes, the white slavery ring always protects yeah, hell mouth. All you mean the uncles? Yeah. Sure, because yeah. it implies what if Casper's by the... really the bad guy. <laughs> and by the one sentence, you you completely unravel like a sinister plan of like how he's going to keep her soul and like put into a jar. So the one, like, so. So the uncles have to keep Casper stupid, because if he should remember, it's like Donna Noble. If she should yeah. remember anything that she did with the Time Lord, shit's gonna go. Like, and Casper doesn't know why he wants to keep Christina Ricci, but the secret is right next to the Fun House is like a terrible basement cellar where like all these women, these poor, let's say women, because girls are just gonna make it way worse. <laughs> <laughs> All these other women are trapped. That's terrible, man. It's terrible. That could be the darkest thing you've said on this podcast, opposed to my Toontown theory. Oh, yeah. Toontown. <laughs> Y'all look back at the Roger Rabbit podcast. I have some sick shit on my own brain. But, like, it is... There's a lot of uncomfortable things being said between the both of them. But at 12, I think you say yeah, oh, stupid I, shit. You're... 
the 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 innocence of yeah. childhood. I guess now the the sad the insulting they say the thing. I'll say it's sad and insulting that uh, you know Casper becomes a real boy, yeah. a la Pinocchio till ten, and for what half an hour, half an hour, which is kind of like here you go, fucker. But like. <laughs> Good be- jobs being making a noble sacrifice. Yeah. He becomes Devis, Devin Sawa of the, the 90s Devin. Sawas. <laughs> you know, but, like, you know, every little girl's heart dropped in the theater. Oh, every single girlfriend i ever had. And then he spoke, and you were like, that ain't the same voice? Wait a minute. Like, I'm 15, <laughs> and I know that ain't the voice of the kid that just died. Can I keep you? <laughs> it's totally different when he says it. Yeah. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. Then she's like, yes. Oh, the ghost? No. No, But no, the no. human? Yes. yes. I like all this fleshy yes. stuff. Yes. <laughs> Especially here. Ooh. But, like, it is... You, I, I know. You're not supposed to think of stuff like that. <laughs> there is some really good touching moments. I think the special effects hold up a lot in this movie. I was impressed with yeah. the Christina Ricci and Bill Pullman's acting against nothing, being that they were probably some of the first actors to have to do that. Yeah, like and I think they're so, doing a really good so much, job. It's always super consistent. Um, I think Bill Pullman's character is kind of bleh, goofy. He's two dimensional at best. He's not really given a third He's dimension. He's too cartoony. He is, which is but implies in the world that they are living in is a cartoonish kind of world. But only the ghosts do cartoonish shit, like. People are living regular lives. That kind of except Father Guido. <laughs> I don't know. Power of the Lord <laughs> kept him alive in that hell with his head on backwards. He just turned it back around later, and you're just like, yeah. <laughs> Pope Francis came down, and gave him a little touch of the blessing, and made it all right. It just, it's just weird. I don't know. It's, uh, yeah. But uh, it, but if, if you get, look past all that stuff that you're not supposed to think about as a kid, yeah, no, it's really fun. This it's pro- a fun this movie. Is still, I bet this is still good for a family. This I love the house. Yeah, I was asking you because uh, in, in retrospect, in watching it tonight, no, I'll stick with my original assessment. The Adams yeah, family house is much cooler, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I do like aspects of this house. Now, Kerrigan, Catherine Moriarty's character, you know, she wants money. Whatever's in this house, she thinks treasure. there's treasure. There is no treasure. Um, you know, she says she wants to blow it up, bulldoze it down. Was it Ben Stein says it was condemned 50 years ago, and now it's like... Oh, no, it was... There was, was one down, down 50, 50 years, years ago, ago, now it's condemned. You know what? I think she's such a stupid villain. Talk about two-dimensional. But, like, if I was her and given a house of that magnitude, let's be honest, yeah. in a small town that just screams bed to breakfast, take out a loan... Fix that shit up. Yeah. You could probably turn a profit and make a lot more money in the long she, run. It's ridiculous because there's 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 the will. Ben Stein's there and his Ben, ben Stein. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, and you're given the house. Yeah. So the the Whipstead manor. And she's like, the fuck? That's it? That's all I get? What are you fucking new? It's a fucking house. Sell it. Yeah. Like, you don't even have to go there. Instantly, we're talking fucking, like, a $500,000? Like, and, that's, and that's at a run-down price in yeah. the 90s. <laughs> like, you're on a cliff face. Let someone else handle renovations or whatever they want to do with it. 
I'm just saying, I think they had a really good opportunity to make a nice bed and breakfast for that town and bring some tourism into the town yeah, itself. I mean, I, I brought up the spooky B&B. Yeah, spooky B&B, haunted, 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 haunted B&B. B&B. I just think it would be a good idea. But, you know, this, this bitch <laughs> just wants money. So, short, so short-sighted. <laughs> she is literally, like, living in money in that house. Yeah. But refuses because there's some kind of bullshit treasure map that insinuates... More than and then when the they find the treasure, it was just a baseball glove and a baseball yeah. signed by Casper's favorite player from the forties. So the forties, which does not, or, or no, I think it was like the fifties. It doesn't matter. It does not work well the timeline wise with the technology and the old newspapers that were found later. Yeah, we and, thought it was like early. Uh, it, in my mind, it was always the nineteen twenties. That's kind of what I felt. I don't know why I think that. I think maybe because. Um, the the cartoons were always in the 1940s, so mm-hmm. I always think maybe the 1920s is when he died. You know, I caught this uh, in the in the IMDb uh, in my short uh, research. Uh, Christina Ricci and Bill Pullman, last name Harvey. Mm-hmm. Harvey is the original publication. Yeah. of... Uh, of uh, yeah, that's a nice homage, a little, little nice. tribute to them. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's it's clearly the people who wrote this know Casper. I mean, yeah, they did the best they could. I'm pretty sure there was no origin story in the comics Probably back not. in the day. No. Now, now there would be. Now, you know, yeah. yeah, Richie Rich dies, becomes Casper, and yeah. continues his adventures. Like when 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 Archie has been very successful right now. Next Archie year they do the re- lottery. No, no, no. I was saying, you know how the new Archie comics oh, doing okay, real okay, good okay, right yeah, now. Yeah. They do a Casper reboot, and we find his origin. Like <laughs> Humberto Ramos oh, yeah, goes no. over, does a Casper book. I'd read the fuck out of that. I'm not lying. And so would everybody. <laughs> but oh, it is man. it is kind of interesting though that the I mean, but it, this movie it took him 55 million dollars to make it. Fucking movie made like 290 million dollars. Like this was a huge success yeah, for Universal. I remember no sequels, all direct to video. Like, they never made any sequels of this. And that is weird to me. It's another thing I saw in the uh, IMDb trivia section. Like, there's like four direct-to-video sequels off this. They drafted a script. They wanted to do it. But both Pullman and Ricci were busy for like a full year. They couldn't couldn't, uh, possibly get to it. Casper couldn't make friends with someone else. He is called the friendly ghost. That means, to me, that implies he can make other friends. Didn't he have like more than one? Didn't he have like a little, like... Uh, I guess I, one of the cartoons I remember watching. Yeah, and he had like, he had a, like group, a couple of them. He had a group of kids. He had a whole rainbow of friends. I mean, it was the same that the, the Bill Pullman that was stuck around. They didn't own that house. They gonna get kicked out anyway. New people inherit the house. <laughs> uh, you know, a daughter and a son. Yeah. Well, I know that one of the direct- probably parents are kind of uh, shaky, possibly divorced. I know one of the directed video sequels had Hillary Duff as. I think mm-hmm. her name was Wendy the Witch. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's and I only world. remember that because I was working in the video department uh, at Kmart at that time, and we had to put it up as a display. And <laughs> they had it on loop. And I remember like walking by, walking, watching it, and going like, this is awful. Why is <laughs> I can't Catherine hear the sound. But, but I, was, I was like, why is Catherine Moriarty a witch in this? Did she come back to life? Not understanding that you can recast a character with the same actor and no one's going to give a shit. Like you do. But, like, I just remember going, like, Hillary Duff, huh? Yeah, I don't know who that is. Still don't really care. <laughs> but to find out later, she was a thing. <laughs> you know really, uh, I, don't, I don't know which Disney show she was She was a part of. I think she was Lizzie McGuire. Yes. 
Yes? Yes. I believe it. Because I think Clarissa explains it all with Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Yes, that's true. I know that. But that's who is Who is Alec Mack? Was that... Mm. Was that Amanda Bynes? Was that where she got crazy at? No, Amanda Bynes is from all that. Oh. Well, we all know where, who Hannah Montana is and where that bitch sat out. So, like... <laughs> Not the demographic. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> Didn't even care. Uh, so you think this still plays for friends and family today? I do. I think yeah. um, there's like it's only mildly dated. So I think like even but technology even, wise, yeah, he's got a flip phone, you know. Yeah, but it's bar- it's barely used. It's not no, there's no technology yeah. really in this movie. Uh, like you're pretty much just in a haunted mansion for the whole movie. She has a dustbuster that tells you what time period we're at right away. That's true. No yeah. one would. Really know what that is? Oh. They know. Uh, they, they know ten year old today. You say dustbuster, they're gonna look at you like what? what? Is that like a Ghostbuster? That's what my mom calls the Roomba. <laughs> <laughs> Even I feel Roombas are five years ago at this point. No, but like, Roombas is still a thing. Roombas yeah, but, are still out there. Uh, yeah, rich white people. <laughs> yeah, same as back then too. Like, ain't no one affording Roombas other than which? Rich, rich, witches. Rich, rich witches. <laughs> rich witches. Yeah. Which is uh, weird. Do you think they just magically clean it up? I, I like to watch those videos where they put the dogs on them. <laughs> they always play that. They see me rolling. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, Casper, uh, that's us. You know, uh, 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 the month of October. Um, I am Leland. This is spooky. Uh, you can reach us at Gmail. Movieissues at gmail.com. Twitter, Facebook, all the good stuff. The social media that you know about. Uh, this is just the, the the tip of the pumpkin. We are just we're gonna stab that pumpkin and start digging in deep next week. Get up in them guts. Um, it's all gonna be all horror and spooks and <laughs> ghosts and goblins. Oh. Ooh, all month long because it is. It's only gonna get scarier from here, and that's debatable depending on how you look at some of the movies we're doing. But we thought we as oh, as as we tend to do, we like to start off a little easy, ease your way in with a family friendly mm-hmm. film, and then hit you hard with. The sex, drugs, blood, and rock and roll. So that'll be us for this week. You have any final words on Casper the, the Friendly Ghost? I think I've said enough fucked up shit already in this yeah. podcast. It's true. He says I'm gonna have to do some real good editing. <laughs> 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 All right, we will see you next week. All right.